This is Cal Book's Search for Truth. Now, a lot of people, you know, they laugh at me because they say, oh, you fled socialism in Canada. Oh, it was so horrible. Oh, blah, blah. It's awful. It's awful. When I've said before that, you know, y you won't know what it's like to live in these socialist paradises until you actually live in one of these socialist paradises. So let me give you an example. Well, here's a big difference. Big difference. So when I lived in Canada, I made a certain amount of money. And the moment I left Canada, my tax rate cut in half. But I took a job at the exact same amount of money. So I was making X. And in America, I was making X too. But for some reason in America, X is taxed at half of what I was taxed in the States, in Canada. And you say to yourself, oh, well, you know, that's because of healthcare. You know, you have to pay all this money for healthcare. Well, I paid money for healthcare out of whatever money I had left. And I still had tons of leftover money. My disposable income went from little teeny thing, little teeny thing. If you're watching on video, you'll see my hands are really close to this, to this. I went from a situation where my ex-wife and I were both working and we had one car and we could barely make ends meet to a situation where I was the only one working. We had two cars and I had lots of money I could save and actually live my life, do what I wanted simply by moving across the border, simply by moving from a socialist state to a non-socialist state, I got basically the same or better health care, and I still had a lot more money in my pocket. And that is maintained to today. I mean, to today, I talk to Canadians and what things are like in Canada, and they have this huge tax burden, huge tax burden compared to what we have here. And that is the one major thing that will change your attitude between what you have now and what you will have if we decide to go full on socialist. If we decide to go full on socialist, if we decide to go full on democratic socialist, if we decide to head in that direction and become more like Canada, more like Europe, more like these other countries where things are, things are supposedly wonderful and everyone's equal, blah, 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 blah. If we try to head in that direction, then that's exactly what's going to happen to us. The amount of disposable income. You see, the thing is, the disposable income piece is the thing that makes moves you from survive to thrive, right? Because if you're just on survival, and that's where a lot of people in Canada are bitter. They're bitter and angry because they live in a survival state at all times. They have very little disposable income because most of their money goes to taxes. They have very little money left over at the end of the day to be able to enjoy their lives. Whereas in America, we have lots of money left over at the end of the day to enjoy our lives. And as a matter of fact, they say that Americans are some of the most generous people. We give more to, more to uh, charities than anybody else in the world. And probably because we have that disposable income to do it with. But I digress. The fact of the matter is, is that the major difference between these socialist countries and America is that we have the ability, we have the ability to earn so much more and have so much more disposable income than they do because we don't have that huge, heavy socialist tax burden on our backs at all times. And because we have that broad amount of disposable income, we can do things like drive the economy, get bigger, great big screen TVs, get a nicer truck, get a nicer car, go to a nicer home. We drive the economy using that disposable income. If we didn't have that disposable income, then our economy would be flat. 
And that is the number one thing that you lose when you see a socialist regime coming in and start eating up your disposable income. And as it starts eating up your disposable income, you're going to get more and more bitter because you're going to have less and less of an ability to do what you want. And like I said before, that's what most people want. They just want to be left alone to do what they want. And they want to have enough money to be able to do what they want. And if they can't do what they want, oh boy, they get grumpy. They get grumpy. They get grumpy and irritable if they can't do what they want. So that's what I'm saying is that this is, a, this is the, one of these things is that everyone thinks socialism is so wonderful. And if you just, you know, let them take a few more pennies out of your, out of your wallet, then everything will be great and everybody will be supported and everything will be wonderful and, and fairies and pixie dust will, will dance all over the place. Yay, yay, fairies and pixie dust. Woohoo! It's not like that, folks. It's not like that at all. You lose your disposable income. If you lose your disposable income, then you're going to be grumpy. You're going to be grumpy because you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. You're not going to have the money to be able to do what you want to do. And that is what I see in all of these socialist communist countries. It's not just Canada. It's, it's the UK. It's all, it's Europe. It's all over the place. You, you wonder why they're grumpy in France. They've got some of the highest tax rates in the world. So why do you think Americans are so happy? Generally happy, generally optimistic, because we feel that we have the ability to do whatever we want. As long as we don't hurt anybody, we do whatever we want and we have the resources to be able to do whatever we want. And as soon as you start seeing those disappear, as soon as you start seeing those dripping away because of the encroaching rush of socialism, even if it's democratic or not, then we're gonna start getting grumpy just like everybody else.